Hey, all you bitches and hoes, it's Jade and Catherine here for another live from the dollhouse, live from bed. It is the coziest of live from beds today. Oh, extremely cozy. It's gray. We're covered in blankets. I just got a flash flood warning. It's all, everything's (laughs) wonderful in the world, which is like the best excuse to cancel my dinner ever. Yes. What's your dinner supposed to be? Just me and my best friend. That just goes to show you that I want to cancel every single plan always, <laughs> even when it's fun. Like even when it's wonderful, I still want to cancel all the time. But anyway, it is the coziest, coziest of Tuesdays. But by the time this is released, this will be another Tuesday. That is true. Oh my God. Perfection. But it's voting Tuesday for those that, did Tuesday. you vote? I did. I have to go after this. My sticker's on my phone. Yes, girl. I get sticker anxiety. Do you get sticker anxiety? I am like, I need to have the sticker. I need to have it. Yeah, but like, I don't know where to put it. On your left breast. Right, but then I change and then the sticker's gone. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just was like, where the fuck do I put this? I feel like when I was a child, I really had bad sticker anxiety. <laughs> I used to collect yeah. stickers. Because like, do you put it on your hand when you're a child? I don't know. Then it gets washed off. Yeah, it's like you can't waste a good sticker, especially those fuzzy ones. I love those, like the farm animals. Uh, anyway. Yes. Okay. You're brilliant for putting it on your phone so everyone yeah. will know. Because I'm just going to shove it in everyone's face. Yes. Although I mainly voted for measure one, which was the reproductive rights, just basically affirming that, yes, women are people. <laughs> News but uh, I wanted to vote for mayor. Uh-huh. And so I was like, excuse me, where's the mayor vote? I can't find it. And they were like, uh, you're in West Hollywood. West Hollywood has its own mayor. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Kick me out of my own city, the city of angels. I felt rejected. No. So you know why that is, right? No. Because in all of time, when West Hollywood was like a gay mecca, and obviously still is, yeah. you know, after these like beatings that these hate crimes and stuff that would happen there, they couldn't get cops to come. They couldn't get fire brigade. <laughs> What's happening? The fire, fire brigades. <laughs> but then they separated, became their own city. So they're like completely surrounded by Los Angeles City, but they became their yeah. own city so that they could have their own police department, fire department, all that stuff. And now Weird. it's a lot But better. my address says Los Angeles. So I just felt like a huge identity crisis. It was very confusing. I was yeah. lost in the polls, lost in the sauce at the polls. We're going to start out just really honest. Our first topic is ext- requires you to be extremely honest. I'm stuttering today, guys. Just just know that that's what's <laughs> happening. Say, do you want to retake that one? Yeah. <laughs> No, I wanted to preface that by saying, Catherine, I did not have coffee today. (laughs) Catherine was with me on Friday, you guys, and your girl was unhinged. Or like, honestly, I was too hinged, I think. I couldn't even (laughs) see straight. I was buzzing. My hands were shaking. The intro on last week's episode, guys, I apologize. I couldn't give it to you. I was not. I didn't remember my name. Anyway, so it's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. And I'm feeling good, you know? So we're back. Caffeine free. The rain is falling. It's just a little cozy, calm vibe. Mm -hmm. But here, you want to hear something that's been, I want to say tickling my nuts, but it's the opposite. (laughs) It's like, it's been really getting me down. Do you care if people copy your outfit? Um, okay. Would you like me to start? You you would like me to start. I would like you to start. Because I don't know. I just, I don't know that I dress in a way that people copy my outfits. Well, that's if somebody is like, oh my God, where are those shoes from? This happened yeah. to me last week. I'm like, I would be geeked for you to have these shoes because they're the best shoes, also. So I like told her, you're a nice person. So basically, there are two types of people in this world there are people that I'm cool with them jacking my style and then people that I'm not you know and I think the factor that distinguishes the two is whether I know them or not 
whether mm-hmm. I know them intimately or not. Yeah. I am the biggest hypocrite about this specific topic because I always, when I see someone else wearing something I like, I'm like, oh, I want that. I'm a fashionable person. They should be honored that I want their outfit. <laughs> but then when someone does it to me, I'm like, oh, it drives me crazy. Like, especially <laughs> if it's like someone that has bad style and I'm like, they're just basically cheating off my homework. Yeah. You know, like all the yeah. work that I put in, all the time that I've spent on star style. And oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to gatekeep that website, but fine, I'll say it. I'm not going to link it because I want to gatekeep it, but whatever. <laughs> find it on your own. But the amount of hours I spend on these websites trying to find these different pieces of clothing and stuff, I just feel like I do yeah. all the work and then they, they steal it. I don't love it. And I feel like a bad person. It's too selfish of an act for me to do. Like, at least let me shoot you an affiliate link so there's something in it for me. Is this people you know or is this like people who follow you? No, I love when people who follow me Great. ask me about that. Copy my outfit, do the whole thing. But like if they run the risk of showing up at the same place as you, it's a yeah. no. Yeah, I don't love that. Yeah. I don't love that. But like then I do it to other people. Like I'm like, oh my God, where'd you get that? And then they tell me, you know, and sometimes I'll be like, oh, like I th- ripped the tag off. It's so weird. I can't find it. Like I'll try to make excuses, but it doesn't work. Like I completely forgot where I searched for and purchased this. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes like, you know, when you have something and you know that you love a friend or a family member or a distant relative or whatever, but you just know they'll make it lame. Yes. You know? But see, I take pride in that because like sometimes people will be like, oh my God, I love your pink hair. And then they'll like do it. And I'm just yeah. like, I just know mine looks better. So I'm like not bothered, not worried right. about it. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. That's easier to do with like pink hair or like if someone gets a nose job after I get a nose job, you know, that's on them. But I truly <laughs> like if it's clothing and I'm like, oh, I don't want to wear the same thing as you ever. And also sometimes when people say it, you're like, oh, if you like it, then I don't like it anymore. Yeah, no, I there is something to that. Like when somebody that you think is kind of lame likes something and you're just like, ah, uh, wait, does right. my taste bad too? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're like, yeah, you just don't want to associate yourself with that person. So I, I do find myself sometimes... Being a little stingy about the recommendations. Yeah, I I do. This, I think, goes back to what we were talking about. I can't remember if this was on the show or not. I kind of think it was. (laughs) You're like, was this in a dream or like? Was this in real life or on the show? But what we were talking about, about liking to do things that like not everybody is into. Right. Kind of trying to be a little off the beaten path. Yeah, that's my jam. That is like, that's where I live. But yes. can I tell you the, the biggest issue with that? First of all, I was watching this TikTok just to preface this TikTok conversation. I was watching this TikTok that said like people with ADHD, we pride ourselves on being different, but we long to be the most understood. Mm, I mean, I could definitely see that. I relate. That resonated with me deeply because I was like, oh, my God, that's so me. I'm like, I have to be so different, but, like, you have to totally get it. Yeah. But TikTok is really getting me down lately because at first I was on a high from, like, how alike I am to other people in this world. And I felt a sense of connection (laughs) and camaraderie or whatever. And then... Something turned the other day and I was like, I just feel fucking unoriginal. I feel like everything from my fucking ADHD to my childhood trauma to like the fact that I watched Dance Moms religiously in the 2000s, all those things are taken from me. All those things that I held as my personality pillars. It's just showing you how basic you are, in fact. Yes. No, I don't love that. I don't love that for me at all. I really like, you know, it just really drives me crazy because I was like, I just don't want to be the same I mean, sometimes there's comfort in knowing that you feel the same as other people. And then you're just like, wait, are we just all like one person? Like, what? where is this differentiation here? 
No, but it's like, I get it. There is a certain, this is so interesting to me. The way people who like a certain thing also like different things that are the same. So for Mm. example, like, okay, you have somebody who is like, I really love The Nightmare Before Christmas. They're probably also like kind of into anime, maybe. And they probably didn't storm the Capitol on January. They They actually (laughs) can't leave their cats long enough to storm any Capitals, which like that's not a read at all. I'm just saying like Mm -hmm. that's a specific type of person. It's so interesting how like no matter what your niche thing that you love is, there's other things that are very similar about you and other people who love that thing. Right. And like, I don't love that. I don't want to be the same. I don't want people to wear the same shit as me. I don't. But meanwhile, here I am, like going on fucking Haley Bieber's closet Instagram and like buying shit off of it. Like I'm such a piece of shit. Like I truly, I need professional help. But there's all these videos and memes and shit going around on Instagram and TikTok about how much people love their bed. And I am willing to die on this hill. I don't think anyone loves their bed as much as I do. No, I'll die on that hill too. No one loves their bed as much as you do. Thank you. Thank you. No one. Like, truly, I'm going to make bed merch, and I swear I'll come for you if you make it before me. No, you need to have te- no cozy sweatshirts that say, I love bed. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be in bed. But see, I'd rather be in bed feels a little, Feels like, sexual, and that could not be- chic. <laughs> this is it probably is. wine on yeah. their coffee mug. Right. I love bed is specifically a Jane phrase. That's true. It's true. I just like, God, you guys, bed and me, like nothing can come between us. There's never anywhere I am that I wouldn't rather be in bed. Honestly, it's getting a little bad. I used to like blame it on my depression and be like, "Mm, well, you know, it's an illness, you know, sorry. (laughs) God is fair. But now it's just. You're there because you're happy. I love it there. Like, I just love it there. I'm, like, counting the seconds every time I leave it to, like, when I can go back. I love being by myself lately. I'm in a little bit of, like, a hermit stage in my life. But I think that's totally fine. We obviously were all trapped in our houses for a while. We kind of all did the thing of, like, I'm going to get out of the house for a while. Let's travel. Let's see people. And now I feel the same way, too. I'm like, I actually... I don't want to go anywhere for the holidays. I just want to be here. I want to be in my house. I want to just get cozy and just like be alone and quiet and still. Me too. Everyone's like, oh my God, at day 10 of COVID, I was like ready to climb the walls. And I'm like, same, not at all. Not at all. I truly could have stayed in there for six weeks and never made a peep about it. Well, we stayed in there for half of six years. So yeah, and I was fine. Honestly, like aside from the world being lit on fire, everyone going through hardship, that part I didn't mind. I did not mind. You're such a bad girly. I think you've made me a bad girly because I always like liked to snuggle in my bed, but I never thought to myself like, Oh, I'm just going to go spend time in my bed. And now I do think of it that way. Nothing like truly, even when you said that, my I just started smiling. I just feel <laughs> it makes me feel so good to think about bed, especially when it's like freshly made and oh, you pop in the there and, and you have like a good solid five hours, like four hours is too short. Five, <laughs> five, five hours is it like five hours is like. You can lose yourself in there. You can, like, scroll on your phone. You can watch TV. You can... So many things can be done yeah. from the bed. I'm like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory's grandpa. <laughs> you haven't been out of bed in 20 years. Yeah, who, like, lays in bed all day and then only gets out when, you know, he can freeload off his grandson. That's me. <laughs> I do need to ask, when is this five-hour period happening? Is this a weekend? Is this weekend. an evening? It's a week... Oh, both. Weekend and evening. So I get in bed usually like 
6.30. Now it's getting... Okay, let's talk about the fact that it's getting darker <laughs> earlier now because that... I am a pig in fucking shit. You guys, honestly, no, I don't think anyone even in my intimate life knows this much about me. You guys listening and Catherine, this is really my true soul. I am the happiest person in the world that daylight savings happen. I want to fall back for the rest of my life. I have a girlfriend like that. She's like, I love when it gets dark early. I'm like, oh. Let's end this day. End every day. Let's end it. It's over. I'm so sick of people being like, oh my God, it's so beautiful out. The sun's still shining. We must go outside. It's like, no, I see sun, <laughs> the sun every single day. I don't need it. I want to go inside. I want to put on my comfy clothes and pretend like it's 9 p.m. when it's really 6 p.m. Oh, well, you get to do that now that it's dark at 4 p.m. That's me, babe. That is me. And I, I just can't hide this feeling any longer, you know? <laughs> that is an unpopular opinion that I don't think a lot of people on TikTok share. Oh, my God. No, watch. Now they're all going to hear me. Now they're all going to fucking come for me. They're all going to be like, oh, my God, I love daylight savings. No. I mean, you guys are my community, the people that actually love it. Like, that's we're all getting in bed earlier. We're stopping the day. It's too late at 7 o'clock to go anywhere. It's just like good yeah. vibes. I can smell Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's right You know, it's corner. just... It's beginning to look a lot. Yeah. And it's the best. I'm finding myself being a little shy recently. Okay. I don't know why. And it's kind of like it it shows up at random times. Like sometimes like I'll show up and I'll feel extroverted before I get somewhere and then I get somewhere and I like turn to myself and I'm like, bitch, say something, you know? And I like literally, <laughs> I, I can't say anything. I can't think of anything to say. I get so shy and awkward. I feel that. I don't know. It's just since the pandemic, I'm like, I feel like I forgot how to make conversation. I know. I can't even blame the pandemic. Like, I'm too far <laughs> out from that. And I, it's truly just like, I'm a different person every day. I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but I am truly I'm still me. But it's like, I'm a different flavor of me every day. Yeah. And I don't know what to expect. So sometimes I'll show up thinking my extroverted self is coming with and then my very introverted self comes to the party. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. I feel like a fraud, like, because I'm just like, oh, I can't, because I can't say it. I don't know how to speak, and I don't know how to talk to people. And like Dylan said to me the other day as we left an event, we went to my dad's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which we'll talk about in a second, but we left that event, and Dylan was like, you get shy sometimes. And I was like, yeah, because like, honestly, I don't know, like, so I don't really love to be spoken to that much often, yeah. and so I'm like, you know, I'll just leave everyone else alone, and sometimes I'm just not feeling like being this extroverted person, which is weird yeah. because, like, I am extremely extroverted. I was thinking about this weekend, and I have my bachelorette party on Saturday <gasps> in, in L.A. Like, all my friends are flying in, and it's just one night, which is, like, honestly all I can handle. So I'm so grateful. What are you doing? Uh... You fucking know something. I'm like, <laughs> I, you can't ask me this shit. Okay, first of all, I know nothing. And I'm honestly a good person to surprise. Uh -huh. And it's not a surprise because, like, I know it's happening. And yeah. I know people that are coming. Some. But I'm a good person to surprise because I will just, like... Well, you're not wanting to I'm picking... not snooping. Yeah. No. No. So it's called, like, a hen night. And my sister, who is my maid of honor, of course, is planning the whole thing and has not told me one detail. Like, not even what to wear. So I have that this weekend and I was thinking to myself, like, I started to just get the routine like dread before the weekend starts and I know I have something. I'm like, oh, fuck. But this I'm like so excited about okay. because it's everyone I love. So like there's no one that I don't want to say hi to or talk yeah. to and I can sit anywhere. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like your me and my thing. Yeah. I love things about me. I live for them. <laughs> I'm so excited. So I'm thrilled about that. I have no idea what we're doing, but you guys will do another solo where Catherine and I can fully 
dive deep into that night. I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. So we went to my dad's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction this weekend. Amazing. There were lots of, on your Instagram stories, lots of like 70s pictures of your dad, which I appreciate. Yes, the unibrow and and the skinniest (sighs) of skinny jeans. (laughs) Yes. It was so sweet and like so incredible and truly he deserves it so much. And it was like a very, he's usually not like sentimental about stuff like that, but he Mm -hmm. was like really into it, which was sweet. But let me just, because I'm me, let me just bitch about it for 10 minutes. Oh, please. No. So it was like so wonderful. And like, that's, you know, that's the thesis statement that I will give you. It was amazing. But the way this thing is run is interesting. I think there might be like some sort of like dinner beforehand or something that we all missed. But basically, there are a bunch of tables on the floor or whatever. Like there's a bunch of tables and there's like seating in the back. Can I ask, where was it? The Nokia Theater. I think it used to be in Ohio. It was humongous. No, there were so many people there. But there were only a few people that were like seated at tables you know i think it was like all the inductees and then like their families and whatever because like there's a class of inductees they gave you i shit you not a little tiny probably five by seven charcuterie board Uh uh-huh per person to Uh eat right so like all these people from like duran duran to dolly parton to (laughs) lionel richie all these people are only eating this charcuterie like everyone was starving and the whole ceremony because it's like 20 people get inducted and everyone gives a a speech speech about it before they get introduced and then they give a speech and then a video plays or they perform or whatever i think we were there from six o'clock to I left a little early, I will admit, because that's just that's just my starving. brand. That's my brand. That's my brand. I don't stay I don't stay anywhere past midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight. <laughs> that is what my grandmother would say. It's true. Yes. I think it was like seven hours long, maybe mm. eight hours total. Dolly needs more than a charcuterie board. No, like can I tell you this? I'm like so ashamed to admit this to you guys. I went home before Dolly. I lit <gasps> Eminem played right before Dolly. Dolly is my lord and savior. And I was devastated that I just felt I just couldn't do it any longer. I hit that wall. You know when you hit that wall yeah. and you're like, I have nothing left to give. I thought she had declined. I thought she was like, I'm not actually a rock and roll person, so like give this to somebody else. Yeah, I I remember something like that, but then I think they were like, she showed her the trophy, and then she was like, ah, no, (laughs) yeah, I I don't know, but she was amazing. I made my sister film it, but Eminem was unfucking believable. So they give you this charcuterie board that you're just like fucking starving, and then of course they have Chardonnay of all godforsaken drinks. Of course they do. So you're just sitting there sober as a judge and starving, and like it's really. Trying to have a good attitude. And it's, I feel like maybe a lot of award shows are like that, but this was my first peek into like, it must be. That's what they say is everybody's just like starving. Like you can't really go to the bathroom easily and you got to race back. Yeah. Oh my God. I went to the bathroom literally, of course, right as my dad is going on. And I had to like, oh my God, it was terrible. Me, my stepsister and my sister-in-law went and we all were like midstream and had to run out. So it was terrible. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So, oh, but I didn't even say what we did. So we brought, my dad knew this before and he knows like his family gets hangry. So we brought, we were the only fucking table to bring Nate and Al sandwiches, egg salad, coleslaw, like so humiliating. They were like, we're never inviting these people back. Like act like you've been here before. You brought eggs with you. Yes. Oh my God. I'm known, as you know, for bringing a bag of eggs everywhere with me. Now that's unhinged. That's the next level. That's, that is truly unacceptable. (laughs) At least mine was in a Tupperware. You have, if you're going to travel with eggs, it has to be in a Tupperware. That is the rule. Mine is a bag. It's always in a bag. 
I love that your family brought snacks. We brought our own, BYOS, we brought our own sandwiches and it was like every other table was like staring at us like, what the fuck are you guys doing? So that we are not going to get invited back next year or any year after that. Well, he already got inducted, right? I know. Thank God. We like really took advantage of that situation. We were like, okay, guess we're, you know, you'll never see us again. So we'll just act the craziest possible. But it was good. I was so grateful for that goddamn sandwich. Let me tell you what. I saw you post about it and you're like, I love the sandwich. I was like, I don't know why she loves the sandwich so much, but <laughs> glad you're telling sandwich. me about it. You would have loved anything. I mean, like truly the most disgusting dish in the world I, I would have been welcome for me at yes. that point. I saw Christ. I was like, truly just like, I was so hungry. I couldn't even see straight. Anyway, so that was great. So this goes out to all my long-term relationship girlies. Mm-hmm. And it also goes out to all of those of us who are, are just lazy fucks these days. Because <laughs> I found myself, I like have been laying in bed and I'll get fully turned on by like a show or like a thought <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. And just be like, should I? And then I'm like, meh. You know, I just... <laughs> Like, the times where you're supposed to make a move. And then the other day, I had, like, a full sex dream about Dylan, my future husband. And then I woke up, and I was like, that was nice. Like, no need to, like, bring this into real life. Like, it's... No need to bring him into it. Right? You know what I mean? Like, satisfied, done, it happened, whatever. Like, I am just, like, not acting upon my impulses. You know? Sometimes it's kind of a lot of work. Yes. And it's like, I've already entertained this thought in my head. And like to translate it to the physical, it's like another 20, 30 minutes, you know? It's just sometimes too much work. Oh, you know, I hear you. Sometimes you just got to be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. But it sucks. There are times where I'm not in the mood, very distinctly. Yeah. But then the times that I'm even in the mood, I'm too lazy (laughs) to like act on it. Like I'm like, oh, well, that'd be cool. But it's not happening right now. Like there's no way. Yeah. It's like if you get past those first few seconds when you're thinking about it, it's just not going to happen. Even if you're, for us, even if we're talking about it, we're like, should we? Should we? And if yeah. we don't right away, it's like not happening. We're like, okay. Right. <laughs> and like a sex dream, I feel like I already lived it. Oh, no. I don't need anybody involved in my sex dreams. Although I will say this, <laughs> 99% of my sex dreams are so frustrating. I don't, it must be I'm like in some sort of disorganized part of my life or something. But all of my sex dreams for the, like the last couple of years They're like, okay, I'm going to have sex with some hot guy. And then I'm like, but I got to do this first. And I'm like, I got to go do this other thing that's not sexy at all first. And then I'm like, oh, "Oh, this, no, we got to do this first. And I have to like organize my life or something before I'm sleeping with some hot guy. And then I never get around to it and I wake up. It sucks. That's horrible. I don't know what karmic situation you're living through. I have no idea. That's that's awful. In my head, I'm like thinking all sexual thoughts. And then Dylan will roll around and say something completely unromantic. You know what I mean? Like he'll say something insane because he's not on the same wavelength as me. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, now it's dead. Yeah. The flame is so fragile. It is. Even if you're like starting to get going and like something yes. happens that's like a turnoff or like you get overstimulated or whatever. I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. It's done. It's over. Completely. Ugh. Completely. Sorry, Brad. Like, you know. Yeah, like he'll no, it's truly horrible. (laughs) And then like he'll say something to me, like I'll have like a sexual thought, and then like he's in the other room watching sports, and it's like oh, which is like truly the biggest turnoff to me. And and the whole (laughs) fucking you scream at the TV, you need to be, you need help. Like truly, you need to be institutionalized. It's like 
Dylan does it. I thought he only did it when he was with his friends. He does it by himself. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, whoa, okay, well, I'm shaken completely. All sexual desire is out the window. And then even if I maintain the sexual desire through that disruption, this guttural eruption, <laughs> eruption. then I feel like I'm like living his dream. Like, oh, he's going to watch sports and then come in and his girlfriend's all ready to have sex. It's like, no, 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 no. Then we're in his dream. Jay, land just let him anymore. have this. I know. I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I truly can't. I mean, but do you even ever get a break from sports with him? No, never. Because Dylan doesn't just like one sport. You know, it's it's mm. not like he's just football. He is like everything. If yeah. there's a high school lacrosse game on, he will watch it. <laughs> he is truly like, I mean, he doesn't like soccer, but baseball is a fucking long season. You yeah. Know? And then football and basketball. And it's like there's always a sport on. And he just texts his friends in different group chats all day long. And then it's like the fantasy football of it all. And then he's like doing all that shit and on the phone with them and talking about stuff that doesn't even fucking exist. And it's really, <laughs> it's really annoying. Because then I thought to myself, okay, like football season will be over soon. And then I thought, when is it going to be over? Oh, and then, hark, I realized <laughs> that Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, is my wedding weekend. Uh, so yeah, I'm, it's uh, built into the program. So I ha- right. So I have to fucking deal with this shit up until our wedding day, football season. Oh, my God. It's really, it's real. It just, it's terrible. And it's like all all sports all the time. I will say he is polite about it in the way that he like will have it on his phone while I'm like watching Housewives. If there's a game on if University of Miami, God forbid, is fucking playing anywhere, he's watching it the whole time. Like, wow. renew- like looking at the score, looking at the score, looking at the score. I don't think if my child was on these teams, would I watch it this much? Oh, my God. I can't have children because, like, I can't go to sports games. No, I'll break their legs. I'll break their legs because their <laughs> ki- my kids are inevitably, inevitably going to be mediocre at sports. Dylan, like, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but it's just in my DNA. It truly is in my DNA. We don't have – we run weird. We're not good. We're, like, always participation award kids, mm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I think I came 11th in my relay race in fifth grade. Just – I've had horrible experiences athletically. But <laughs> – if my kid's going to, like, buy me a new house with a D1 football career, like, fine, I'll go watch you but play. But then you've spent the equivalent of a house amount of money, like, getting them into clubs. Did you have friends that played soccer? No. <gasps> I would. Be, I, I remember at the time, eight years old, and I'd be like, oh, you want to hang out tomorrow? And they're like, no, I have soccer early yeah. in the morning. And I'd be like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I remember even then being like, this is weird. Why are you doing this? And these kids, like Dylan was a sports family, like his, because his brother was in the MLB and he was on the Mets at some point. So like Dylan's family is like hella sports oh, family. hardcore. But every weekend you go to like a fucking Motel 6. Yes. And like spend the night, I don't even know, bumblefuck no. nowhere, no. to watch your mediocre kid play a sport, I just, that could not sound less fun to me. My best friend, her family was like a soccer family that did this. I just, I will never understand it. I danced for like all these years and I feel so bad for my parents. Like I am still witnessing the karma of that (laughs) choice of mine because the thing with dance recitals and like we were mediocre at that too. I was Mm -hmm. particularly mediocre. My sister was less so. (laughs) And you know, you have a dance recital and okay, maybe I have a jazz number, a ballet number and whatever. One starts at 9 Uh a.m. The other doesn't start until 3 p.m. So you're watching all these other kids. That's how I felt in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like I was waiting for my dad. (laughs) And meanwhile, this is like Dolly Parton, Pat Benatar, and Neil Geraldo, whatever. These are all real people. But even then, I was like, I feel like I'm watching all these other people's kids in their recital. Like I was waiting for my dad to go up. 
I don't know that I'm cut out for that. You're just waiting, waiting, yeah. watching, wasting your life away. With a pasted smile on your face. Like, this is yeah. so nice. Yeah. And no thank you. Your kids don't even fucking care that you're there. They only talk <laughs> about it later if you weren't there in therapy. You know? Yeah. They only, yeah. they only hate you later. Like, at the time, they're like, you're just supposed to be there. They're entitled to your presence. Yeah. It's just, it's not for me. Nope. nope. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Nope. So back to the wedding conversation. Yes. We, we, we weren't in one, but we probably are. Just because we, we will be in a wedding conversation until at least February. Until the Super Bowl, guys. And if everyone could have football conversation, that's how long we'll be in wedding conversation. This wedding is your Super Bowl, Jay. It is. It is. It yes. really is. And I'm trying not to put a lot of pressure on it, but oh, so we're all choosing what we're supposed to wear, right? Including you, including mm-hmm. my friends. Everyone's trying to figure out because it's like a multiple day, multiple event thing, whatever. Yes. And so my mom, I hooked my mom up with this buyer at a department store or whatever, because he has all the access to the stuff that isn't on the floor and blah, blah, blah. And she wants to find a lot of outfits. Okay. I'm going to read you an excerpt of, I asked my mom for a simple favor. Yeah. Please, would you send me your sizes and what you're thinking for each event? Right. I.e., a red dress for the luau would be nice, et cetera, et cetera. My mom is an author. This is what she wrote back. This is how you know I'm my mother's daughter. It's honestly too good to be true. This should go in my memoir one day. <laughs> this, is, this is all you need to know about my mom. So this is what she wrote to the stylist who doesn't know her from Adam that she decided to tell this to. Okay. okay. My complexion... <laughs> I'm laughing already. My complexion is medium fair with a pink tone, and I have freckles on my chest and arms. <laughs> I think my best to worst features are... Number one... <laughs> no one asked. No one asked. Number one, face and hair. Number two, legs. Number three, small feet. Number four, <laughs> no, number four, moderate bust line, but slightly larger than some size. Okay, all right. Okay, great. Number five, my waist is smallish, but not waspy. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Okay. My, this is the best part. My butt is cute, but flat-ish now. And my worst feature is my hands. (laughs) That is what she honestly, fully seriously wanted me to send to a complete stranger. I love it. She wanted, and this was just an excerpt of a mile long email. Oh my God. I was it's like the equivalent of like a CVS receipt. Like you get one thing, it's like 45 feet long. I the audacity of this woman, I couldn't believe. Oh. I was like, oh my God. She needs to have a dress that minimizes her hands. <laughs> but that really shows her number one feature, which is her face and hair. I hope most dresses will show that. And her cute but flattish now, but please. <laughs> I mean, I just was like beside myself. I was like, I got no hope. I'm, I'm, do- I'm doomed to be crazy. I'm truly, thrilled. between both my parents. I mean, that was just cert- that was truly, absolutely insane. I am thrilled. That was insane. That's incredible. Okay, speaking of the wedding and just mortality in general, <laughs> one does when they're talking about the most joyful day of their <laughs> life. Truly, <laughs> I'm gonna die eventually. So, exactly. <laughs> My knocking on wood has gotten slightly out of hand. I'll bet. No, it's like really bad. I keep trying to get my therapist to diagnose me with OCD because that's just what it feels like. But she doesn't want to do that. I don't know what I have because I just would love a diagnosis to hang my hat on. 
You have anxiety, Jade. Yeah, it's called crippling, anxiety. Crippling anxiety. <laughs> so literally last night I was driving myself insane because I was like trying to fall asleep and I kept having these horrible thoughts as one no. does before I go to bed. Horrific. One was like, they're horrible. They're like cancer or silly things. Like you'll say something that'll offend someone. Really, really <laughs> intrusive thoughts, right? <laughs> And so I'm laying in bed, and the closest thing to me that's wood is my nightstand. Mm -hmm. So I'm knocking. I do a three on the head, three on the wood, right? Three on the head, three on the wood. And so I'm, like, laying in bed, my arm full extended, trying to fall asleep, like, knocking on this wood over and over and over again. I was Dylan, like, I'm trying to sleep. He couldn't even hear me. He doesn't even know I'm there. And I literally was like, Jade, okay, I did learn something recently that I've been trying to implement. It doesn't work all the time, but I don't know. It was kind of helpful last night. Just saying to myself, like, Jade, we're not thinking about that right now. But then, even if you do that, Mm -hmm. you already have the thought. So you already have to make the knock, knock, knock. You know, so it was just, it was, I was spiraling last night. I'm very stressy with that. I don't knock if I think it, only if I say it out loud. Oh my God. Mine's if I think it, if I smell it, if I, you know, anything, it's like, I got to knock. If I dream it, it's a knock, knock, knock for me. You know what I do though, is I will be like, no, that's not what's happening. The plane is not going to crash just in case you need another thing to worry about. You just are like, nope, you know what? Not going to think that. I'm going to think about this landing smoothly and the smooth landing we're going to have and seeing my family at the end of it and giving everybody a hug. That's how I reframe and it works mm. sometimes. It doesn't work others, but. That's interesting. Yeah, it happens too quickly for me. It all It's like an avalanche. Like truly, I'm like, oh shit. Gotta, <laughs> da, da. And then I'm like, okay, I got to pray now. Now I got to pray because all I've been doing is just being this superstitious stuff and, the, and God doesn't feel grateful. So I'm like, okay, fuck. I got to <laughs> just quickly like got to just pray and then knock on wood simultaneously. It's like I really put myself through the ringer. Oh I really do. And it's really hard to stop the train. Yeah, we got to reframe. You have the thought, think a different thought. Yeah, that's, that that's a easy, hard but... that's a hard thing for me. And I, I don't have like plain anxiety mostly because I saw a psychic who, if you guys have listened to this show since mm-hmm. then, I love you so much. But I've talked about this before on the show where I had a psychic tell me that I was going to break both my ankles at some point <laughs> in my life, right? So, I mean, the things that I have excluded myself from, from roller skating, which is a huge family pastime for me. My stepmom owns a skating rink in Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Skating is a big part of my family activity yeah. life. I exclude myself. Fine. Those little fun, little jumpy things with the, you know, those little shoes, moonwalking shoes kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, don't do those. Certain sidewalks, like walking down, like for fun, you know, balancing. No, excluded from all those things because I'm terrified. Jade. Terrified. Let me pose this to you. Yeah. The psychic said you're going to break both your ankles. Not if you're careful, you won't break an ankle. No, it's coming for me. Get it over with. Have all the fun. I tripped so bad at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when I was sprinting to get back to my seat after oh. my dad's. Oh, in front of everyone. <gasps> Un- unfortunately, like that just happens to me daily. So like my, my I'm desensitized to being embarrassed to things. But at the same time, here's where my anxiety really comes in. Because while this psychic, who was also named Jade, told me this information about my ankles, okay? So if I choose not to believe that, then I also have to choose not to believe all of the nice things that they said, right? So they told yeah. me that I would have a health scare at one point in my life. Let me just do a little knock-knock. Like, Maybe that's days. your broken ankles. Uh, okay. And then, I don't know. I don't know. But then he did say I would not die in transit, right? So like, Great. I'm not going to die in a car or a plane. So that really has remedied a lot of my anxiety. The other day, I thought I felt Amazing. a lump on my neck. I went to the hospital immediately. Obviously, I'm a hypochondriac. <laughs> Emergency room. Emergency room. I went to my ear, nose, and throat doctor, who is my best friend in the world. And 
my nerves were settled because I was like, nope, that's not the way I'm going to go. So I do have to believe that I'm going to break my ankles if I also believe that. Yeah, no, I'm saying believe that you're going to break your ankles, but then you can just go do things because it's going to happen. No, how terrifying. My mom (laughs) broke her ankle recently and I wonder maybe if he just got us confused. Maybe. it's It's not fun. No, I'm sure it's not. But if it's going to happen, have the adventures anyway. No, I'm just going to knock my way through it. I'm just going to knock, <laughs> knock, knock, knock my way through it not happening. So I, I got to choose to listen to him. But at the same time, man, oh, because he doesn't shy away from telling you the negative stuff, really. Ugh. And so that was terrifying. So I'm so obsessed with I actually don't even know if I want to say this out loud because I'm afraid of jinxing it. But I'm obsessed with having a daughter. Like, theoretically, I would love to have sisters one day. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Let's have a little sound. Sister effect. children. Knock on wood. Would love to have two girls. Would love to have boys, too. I want it all. So Hmm. my mother-in-law-to-be the other day completely unintentionally decided to tell my crazy ass that she had a psychic once tell her that she was going to have three granddaughters, right? How many granddaughters does she have right now? Three. (gasps) Done. So then here I am thinking, oh, my God. Dylan's sperm is going to be the kind that can only give me boys. And I'm, like, resenting (laughs) him. So, like, don't let me see a psychic, please. It's, like, truly, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's pretty bad. (laughs) It's pretty. (laughs) Well, what were some of the good things that he said? I'm curious. I mean, just all the incredible, wonderful things about me. Just, you know, like the. Was he like, you're going to be, like, rich and famous and happy and die in your sleep? Yes. He was like, wow, you know, the universe really likes you and, you know, just all these wonderful things and that I'm literally going to die in my sleep like Snow White, you know, or like whatever. Delightful. Well, Snow White didn't die. She almost did. Who did? Oh, Sleeping Beauty? Who did? No, they just go to sleep. They went to sleep. That's going to be me. That's going to be me. Then Then they were woken by true love's kiss. No, I don't want that shit. Don't wake me up. (laughs) I don't want that shit. Okay, here's the real thorn in my side. Okay. Have you heard about dry shampoo recently? No. Is it killing us? Yes. Oh, Jade. It's like saying that that bed. It's just like saying being in bed 24-7 isn't good for you. It's like lies. Lies. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, steal all my happiness? All my, Like, truly, I don't know what to do. Like, dry shampoo. Is it clown lung? It's, it's carcinogens, and they should be taken off the shelves, and yada, yada, yada. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to imagine, like, we're spraying, like, ke- puffy chemicals. I always hold my breath when I do it, though. But I do also you? usually... Oh, yeah. I always hold my breath when I do it, and I leave the room right afterward. Not me. I'm, like, snorting that shit. I'm literally, like, me and dry shampoo. Like, now we're, like, star-crossed lovers. I don't know what to do. You could say clothes are no longer good for you. They have carcinogens, and I'd give those up before my dry shampoo. Like, I am so beside myself. No. Okay, so this is – I should actually show you what I use. I started spraying it outside, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's probably better. I use um, a dry shampoo that comes in like a pump bottle. It's dry. It's not like a liquid, but it's a pump. Yeah, I use like that powder one that is fine, but it's no, you know. Yeah, but it's also like if you do breathe that in, you will get clown lung. It's called clown lung because clowns would like pat their face with powder and they'd breathe it in and they did it every day. And so they would get what's called clown lung and it's like a breathing problem. I mean, me and my friends really avoided the hard drug scene in Miami. But meanwhile, we were in our every room with closed doors, just spraying the shit out of our hair because we didn't. None of us, sh- none of us showered. And now I'm thinking we should have really gone the cocaine route. <laughs> Different white powder. We're just killing ourselves anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. who's to say? Maybe that was worse. You know what I found out is killing me now? 
this is not necessarily substantiated, but like all of the people who are in charge were like, I wouldn't let my daughter wear them is those fucking period panties that cost no, like 50 no. bucks a pop. No. Yes. yes. What do you mean? Yes. Catherine. So, do your own research, but I no, Googled I'm it. No, i literally devastated. I was searching for something totally else, and it was Why like can't we wear class those? action. So I looked it up, and apparently they have forever chemicals in them, or they're being accused of having forever chemicals in them, which lead to infertility. I wish you all could see my face right now. No, yes. I'm so pissed. I spent so much fucking money on those things. Me too, and I love them. Yes. Well, I should say I like them, but also, like, I keep trying to make them work. I thought we're supposed to free bleed. I thought we're supposed to free bleed in this bitch. What do they want from me? I bleed too much. I bleed bleed through them all the time. I I keep trying to make it happen. Me too, but you wear wear different, you know, different kinds, and you wear, you change it multiple times, you know? Oh, no, I know. I have to change my, like, once an hour. Like, that's fine. That's fine, but it's better than a fucking pad. I will never go back to tampons. No, 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 no. I will never. I will never. I just, I just refuse to believe that sticking something up my wazoo is better than me free bleeding into a carcinogen. I don't even understand. I was asking Dylan, do you see that TikTok the other day of that? I'm really upset. I'm just going to skirt over this because I just can't. I can't. My my heart. You didn't hear it here, folks. No, my heart literally hurts. You can't take dry shampoo. It's like the Grinch stole Christmas. And your period panties. Yeah, right. My period panties. Take my eyes, but don't take my period panties (laughs) and my my fucking dry shampoo. That's like truly that's messing with me in the wrong way. Uh, I was asking Dylan, because you see that TikTok that was going around of these women on the street asking, you know, like those women on the street questions, like people ask them, whatever. They were talking about periods. (laughs) One of the questions was, can a woman pee and have a tampon at the same time. I saw this. I saw and every this. man got it wrong. And I was like, not my, not Dylan. Dylan's going to know everything. We talk about this freely in the house. He was like, yeah, it gets in the way. He's like, no, they can't pee. You can't pee at the same time as having a tampon and it gets in the way. I was like, no. I was like, Dylan, I have three holes, thrice, thrice holes. What? Literally a urethra? We did that this morning, a full anatomical. Okay, but okay. Can I just pause you for one second? Is the third hole your butt? Yes, of course. Okay, because everyone says three holes, and I'm like, what's the third hole? Because like, they can't mean the butt. <laughs> of course they mean the butt. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's right down Broadway. It's the same. in the same line. <laughs> I thought there we have a third hole in front. Oh, my God. Could you, you just weren't given it? Could you imagine? I didn't know, no, I just didn't know what it was. I don't know where my urethra is either. It's like I down there somewhere. Catherine, like, sitting in school, like, quietly being like, what third hole wasn't I given? <laughs> no. I went to private school. They didn't even cover any of that. Uh, yeah, that's true. They probably didn't even tell you how to vagina. They're like, brush your teeth. That's the end of right. health class. <laughs> that's sex ed. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that is really hilarious. Uh. That is really hilarious. <laughs> Okay, so this is I'm going to I'm going to just give you some insight into my life. And Tell so me. the family that I am joining, who I adore, we know that. I love them. Dylan's family. They have a tradition where I think they're the people that are keeping Hallmark in in business. So <laughs> I truly I'm not like really a card girl. I'll write you like yeah. a long text message. I love writing, but like writing with my hand and then I mess up and then I'm so upset and I don't like to do like the scratches out and whatever. I never have a card with my gift. I think the gift mm. is the gift, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I often am buying it last minute, blah, blah, blah. Dylan's family, since I've known that they are card people. Like, if it's your birthday, you're getting, like, nine cards. You might be wow. getting, like, two cards from a person, and they are all so thoughtful. But the funniest thing is you get full credit for, like, the poem written inside uh, the card. Right? 
It's about the meaningful note. It's like I wrote it instead of fucking Hallmark. Glenn from Hallmark. You know what I mean? Like, yes. No, like if it says each summer day brings a new dawn and I love you, Meredith, or whatever the fuck it's. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck it'll say. I haven't received one in a minute. But they're like, Jade, that was so thoughtful. As if I wrote it. But it's like the the thing that's already in there. Yes, the the supplied message in the card. They don't like Dylan. I one time Dylan sent me to go get. He sent me to go fetch cards for the family, <laughs> and so I went to a hall CVS like a normal yeah. person. Yeah. Was going through the aisles and I was like, I'm not going to choose any of the ones with words in them. Like that's so lame. Like usually they say weird things and blah blah blah. Yes. I come back with like some empty cards. And I'm like, okay, Dylan, like we got to write these. He looked at me like I had six heads. This was, like, was this, this was when we were like first dating, and he was like, "Where are the words?" And I was like, "You write them yourself. You write them yourself." Like here's a, here's a new idea. And then like if two people get the same card, they're like, "Oh my god, you guys were thinking the same thing." And it's like, no, this was the only sister-in-law card at the store. You know, it's like it's really it like blows my mind. It's very sweet. And we also have to write a little note. Of course, but, of course. Sometimes they'll read them out loud, and then people are thinking, it's like slander. People are thinking I wrote this lame-ass, like, poem to, like, these random people. I like to say poem instead of poem. I was going to say, I'm glad I didn't say poem. Some poem. people say poem. Poem. No, poem. not, for, no, breathe, breath, poem, poem, poem. Um. No. And it's, I mean, it's really embarrassing, because you're like, I, di- I didn't write that. I didn't, like, raise your hand. I didn't write that. I didn't write that, I swear. You get full credit for the Hallmark message. That's a sweet tradition, actually. That's very I know, it's, cute. It's ve- they're a card family, like through and through. Like his Aww. grandparents, they also celebrate half birthdays. Aww. So I'll get a card and a check on my half birthday. And a check? Wow. Yeah. No, where have they been all my life? Like, it's truly the most incredible thing. You, I'm glad you're married into this family. Good work, Forget girl. It. Forget it. Half birthdays? <laughs> like another day for me to be celebrated? You guys don't understand. I have a toxic trait where I make Dylan say happy birthday to me on days where it's not my birthday. Cause it j- try it. It feels wonderful. <laughs> if you wake up and have your significant other say like happy birthday, you Aww. get this like rush of endorphins that's incomparable truly to anything uh, else. I love it. You know, in our family, we have a special plate. Oh, we have a special plate. Does it say the you are one? special too? Yes! <laughs> Wait! You are special today, Plate? Yes! I'm about to throw this table. I thought that only existed in my house. We still use it. I, like, knew it was a thing you can buy, but, like, I thought that was, like, a my family thing. (gasps) Jade. Wait, you just made me think of the best wedding present for my brother. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to get him the You Are Special Today plate so he has it at his house. I didn't know you could buy it. I thought it just existed in the Iovine family imagination. (laughs) I would have been shook if I went to your house and it was there. I'd be like, did oh my, my mom God. send this? Well, if you are special today, you will get it at my house. Oh, my God. And it's your birthday, on, not on your birthday. It it's feels true. that good. Yeah, it's that plate is amazing, oh, you it's guys. The best I'm going to post feeling. it. No, should I? we should gatekeep that plate. It should be yeah, just our special plate. Yeah, let's gatekeep it. But if okay. you want to look it up, guys, it's red. It says you are special today. Yeah. And you pull it out for like little occasions. Like yes. you ace your test or oh, whatever. See, my parents weren't as... <laughs> is attentive they didn't know it was a little bit bigger than that usually that's really nice you use it for a lot of things yeah that plate oh man the what what a special little treat that is it's like it really it like makes your whole life 
It does. It's just the best. It's the best plate. It says, you are special today. And if you offer me sexual favors, I might tell you what it looks like. (laughs) I might send you a picture of it. That's so great. Okay. Is that it for us? Yeah, I think that's it for us, Jade. All right, my loves. Thanks for coming on this wild ass ride. So anyway, we will see you back here. Same time, same place next week. I love you with all my heart, always and forever. And bye. Bye.